was and this was from the relationships yes. subreddit. Yes, that okay. was a long time ago. So maybe they have already divorced. Maybe, maybe, but hopefully, hopefully we can get this out to her, and maybe, <laughs> maybe she, maybe she can make things work with this uh, pretty ridiculous situation that she's got on her hands. Okay, so she's twenty-seven or was at the time, and he was 41. What's the title of the... My husband's apocalypse prepping is destroying my life and my happiness. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm married to my husband for seven years. We have two children. I don't even really know where to start. Our relationship started out due to failed birth control. Yes, no wonder why he just gaslit her because he's so much older than her. I was scared he had just graduated again and we were poorish, but he was highly educated and promised a normal life since he'd be able to get a good job, house and blah, blah. Well, that's not what happened. Two years into the marriage, he stopped working because my self-employment was a viable income. I make about a hundred thousand a year, sometimes a little more. This was a unilateral decision by him. He's home a hundred percent of the time. He was normal when we first met. No weird beliefs or political hangups. Over time, he started changing. Paranoia, living in constant fear, only leaving the house a few times a year. Only a few times a year? Get out, man. Guy needs therapy, John. Okay. He genuinely believes the world is going to end in a variety of different potential ways. Personally, after seeing power, grid failures, etc., I have no problem with some basic supplies. A little extra food, water, some simple power, generating items for cell phones, and whatnot. That's not what he's done. He took over the family finances years ago, claiming I was incapable. Since then- Yeah, 100K a year. To totally incapable. Woman, you only make 100K a year. Let me, let me tell you how this is done. And he doesn't probably work at all. That's what she said. Yeah. Since then, he has doled out a budget for the family that is just enough for bills, food, and basics but not including extras such as new seasonal clothing or things like dental care and etc. Yeah, dental care. Who needs it? Absolutely. The rest of our money goes to his prep budgets. He's accumulated $30,000 in personal debt as well as by my estimation spent $60,000 more. Military surplus gear, tents, canteens, you name it. What about guns? Okay. What about gun? Probably. Okay, probably. Yeah, probably guns. She probably didn't want to get uh, censored off uh, Reddit. Maybe. For mentioning the G word. We have no savings. Owe money on our taxes. And I live in a, in a constant state of stress. I spent $16 on a book last week. And it invited a screaming, spitting meltdown. I live in constant fear to ask for basic necessities. If one of the kids needs something like shoes, I have to ask months in advance for him to find 50, 100 dollars out of my nearly 
I'd love to see some photos of this ridiculous stash. How do I ever come back from this? He won't listen to reason. I've tried it all. I've tried being defiant. I've tried being demure. Nothing works. I don't believe the world is ending. I'm so miserable sometimes it's hard to get up in the morning. On top of this, he believes I'm lazy and don't care about my children because I won't train with him which includes things like rigorous exercise with weights. Yeah, you got to prepare to, to uh, the apocalypse is going to happen. Need some, need some muscle, but don't do squats. At least do squats on the machine. He wakes me up after being up all night alone with our youngest by throwing laundry on the bed and telling me to get it done, start contributing. I'm so tired. I'm not even sure what I'm writing is cohesive. Please ask me to clarify anything if you need. My brain sort of struggles sometimes to put it all together. My husband thinks the world is ending and spends all our money on it. Oh, geez. This guy is really doing the prepping thing wrong. He's therapy. Let's think productively, though. How might she be able to remedy this situation? By just telling him to get off his ass and go to work. No, 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 no. That, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. Let's think about how she might be persuasive in this situation. Set boundaries. Okay, okay. I think that's a pretty good, I think that's a pretty good first step. If it's the money that she's making. Absolutely. She needs to set boundaries with severe consequences. Well, I think she could start by just taking control of the money that, that she makes absolutely if it's if it's if it's her income then it's it's ridiculous that she doesn't have control over her income especially when she has uh next to no control over her own income and a lot of it is being uh spent in a pretty ridiculous kind of way yes considering she has two kids she needs to take care of so, we are preppers, sort of. We do we do some prepping. We every time we go to the store, we we buy some extra items of food so that we can put them into our prepping space. Just uh, in the event that this world gets uh, gets crazier, in the event that food prices go even higher, so that we have a reserve and. So 
some of his some of his instincts are correct here, but he's he's implementing his instincts in a really idiotic kind of way. And so what I would suggest here is I think this situation with the two of them might not be totally hopeless. I think there might be some room for persuasion to occur here. And I think that she should try to implement pace lead. Remember when I told you about pace lead? The persuasion technique. So in pace lead, what you do is you try to reach an alignment with the other person first. If you, if you just go in to, if you have a difference of opinion with someone, uh, especially if someone is very stubborn and set in their ways, what you do is you don't go in just by calling names or saying that they are crazy or making threats. What you do is you, is you start by by expressing some alignment with their concerns. You start by showing that you care about what they care about. Because if you're in disagreement with your partner, and if you, t if you go into the disagreement by stubbornly expressing a fundamental values and principles-based difference with the partner, where you're saying, my motives and my concerns and my thinking are totally contrary to what you're thinking are, then, then things are pretty hopeless. Then you make zero progress. Then you're just kind of banging your head against the wall. But when you go into a disagreement, you, I think the right way to do it, especially if you're trying to persuade someone, if you're trying to make a, uh, if you're trying to get someone to change a uh, deeply set behavior, like this obsessive prepping that he's doing, you go in by expressing the same concerns and by making sure that the other person is understanding that their, con that their concerns are understood and that you're on the same team as them. And when you do this, then you have some then you then you have some some capacity to persuade them. So in her case, what I would do is so this guy is uh, like next level paranoid prepper. I think this guy sounds like way more paranoid than 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 me. <laughs> he needs therapy, John, like severely. Okay, but that wouldn't that wouldn't work because this kind of guy wouldn't go to therapy. This kind of, if she went and said. So that that would not be pace lead because this therapy therapy and mental health are nowhere in this guy's domains of concerns. This guy's worried about nuclear war and he's worried about the, the government trying to kill everyone. This guy is not worried about therapy. He's paranoid, John. That's right. That's right. But he needs treatment. Um, but that wouldn't, that wouldn't work. This is, this is going to be, remember what I was explaining with pace lead is what you do 
is you start by acknowledging the other person's concerns and you explain to them and show them that you're on the same page with their concerns. And then once they have an understanding of that, then you can then you can kind of move them in their own direction. So I think what she should do, if, if, if I were her and trying to save her marriage, which she has two, they have two kids together and she's she's already lost $90,000. So it's it's something where she should probably it, unless the guy is totally irredeemable, he may be totally irredeemable, but um there may be if she was trying to save her marriage, this is how this is how and, and try to actually get him to be uh be a better husband. This is what she would do is she would she would get totally on the same page as him is she would sit down and have a big discussion with him and she may actually need to practice some acting skills to uh to do this effectively she would say look i am worried about all the same kinds of stuff that you are worried about i just heard about this terrible thing going on in Palestine, Ohio, and it's going to be America's Chernobyl, and all these people are going to get cancer, and the uh, food delivery infrastructure is going to shut down, and look at all the idiotic stuff that the Biden administration is doing. So that's what she needs to do, is she needs to, probably with someone like him that's as paranoid as him, and as stubborn as him, is she she needs to make a uh, and it may be acting skills. She she does suggest up here that she's not totally opposed to prepping. She understands it. Uh, she understands it a bit. So she's got some common sense there. So she should sit down and really emphasize to him that she's on the same page. But then what she should do is I think she should expose him to some of the... She should share with him some of the good uh, podcasts and shows and YouTube channels that are about prepping because he is really kind of doing a bad job of prepping here. He's focusing his preps on... He's he's way overbalanced on, as she says, military camping equipment. And that's that's really not the only thing that goes into prepping. And if she, and then I would suggest that she get him listening to the prepping 2.0 show. And this is I think this is one of the best prepping podcasts. And something that this prepping podcast talks about a lot actually is it talks about prepping and your relationships. It talks about it talks about prepping and marriage. And it because most most of the the way preppers typically are is preppers are typically guys and they're typically married guys with families and so they're naturally concerned about all the dangerous awful things in the world and they want to protect their families by stockpiling all these different things. Um, but this particular podcast has a lot of episodes about how you ha- about how you, how you get your spouse on the same page with the prepping, about how you get your spouse involved with the prepping, and you make it a thing that you're doing together as a, as a team. And 
one of the major points that this podcast makes is that one of the, is that a, a prep a prepping measure that's that's more important than food supplies, water supplies, medical supplies, buying gold, buying guns. A prep that's way more important than that is having relationships that you can rely on, having high quality relationships, having uh, people will call it a squad or a team. They're people that are around them, that are supporting them, that are on the same page as them. And this is this is the number one prep relationships, unsurprisingly. And this guy is totally ignoring that particular prep. In fact, he's destroying his most important partner relationship by the obsessive and wasteful focus on accumulating and stockpiling probably way more camping supplies than than a whole army battalion would need right so i think which i, I think this situation is not actually hopeless and i think that this that this woman she may actually she may leave this guy go file for go file for a divorce and then she may actually end up regretting that because the world is going in a pretty bad way. And depending upon the events that unfold in the next year or two in the world, he may actually not quite look so, not, not quite look totally crazy in the next couple of years. So I would say what she should do is, is again, do the pace lead strategy and get him some good influences in the prepping space. And then once he sees that she's on the same page as him, I think he will actually probably become a bit more responsible because certainly uh, accumulating $30,000 in personal debt and owing back taxes, that's not prepping. That's not responsible. Preparing for the future. I, I think that she could could begin to influence him towards being a holistic and responsible kind of prepper. So I don't think this situation is uh, quite as hopeless as it appears on its face.